I am uh, absolutely honored. Um, I was at a funeral the other day, and uh, in the funeral I was walking, I saw Pastor Savage, uh, and uh, she has been one of my biggest, biggest supporters for many, 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 many years. And she's always been one who would either call me up on the phone, do something, man, give me some kind of words of encouragement all the time. And in my uh, situation when I had uh, left my church, uh, her and Rodney uh, invited me to their church, uh, and they ministered to me, and uh, one of the prophets came there, and he spoke into my life. Um, and they just was there to let you know that we love you so much, and we appreciate all the work that you've been doing in the community, and we just want you to know we love you. And I never forget that, right? Pastor Savage uh, and her husband, Rodney Savage, most of you all know them in the community. They are co-pastors of um, Great Lake Kingdom Ministries. They really uh, uh, was one of the biggest church plants uh, here in Muskegon. And I'm talking about a powerful, powerful ministry. I often tell people, uh, when you talk about praise and worship, uh, when I first started, people would come and they would talk about praise and worship. I said, now listen to me. Uh, what, what God gave me, he gave me. What he gave Pastor Savage, he gave Pastor Savage, right? Because they have one of the most awesome praise and worship ministries. They, they praise and worship live almost about an hour. And so they dance with the flags as though they are right around the altar God. It is one of the most amazing experiences you ever want to experience. If you want to see an experience like around the throne of heaven, you got to visit their church. An awesome, awesome ministry. Thank you all so much uh, for all the work that you do in the community. We love you so much, you and Pastor Rodney. So often, uh, people don't uh, like to honor women, uh, and I don't know why, but um, God is an amazing God, and when God gifted us, and we read Genesis, that he spoke to us, and the only difference uh, between the two is that he gave us different responsibilities uh, but he gave us the same anointing, and he gave us the same Holy Spirit. And if you read the Bible, uh, he often speaks through women uh, to impact the lives of people in a major way. In Second Chronicles chapter, Second uh, Chronicles chapter thirty-four, in uh, verse twenty-three, it says, "And she said to them," and he's talking about the prophet Huldah. She said to them, "The Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken. Go back and tell the men who sent you." Right. Uh, this is what the Lord says. I am going to bring disaster to this city. And this is God decided he wanted to use a woman to speak. God speaks through whoever he wants to speak through. Now, what we do in, in our mind, I'm just preparing you for because she's she's going to carry on weight. But sometimes when people see women, it's hard for them to receive them. Right. Uh, not here, but, you know, in most places. But I want you to know this woman is anointed from God. I mean, she's anointed. her life is anointed, right? Uh, everything she does is anointed. Uh, and I would never bring anybody before you all if I didn't think that God is going to use them to bless you. We don't, we don't do it for favors. I don't exchange pulpits. I don't want you to do this for me, and I do it for you. I do it because I think the body of Christ can be benefited uh, by their ministry. Amen. Amen. Zedan finally made it in the house. Man, I call y'all name. Y'all wasn't here. I'm hurt. I love y'all still. You know what I'm saying? So at this time, with no further ado, I want to introduce my dear friend and sister in the ministry, 
Sister Pastor Siobhan Savage. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hallelujah. I'm going to need a little bit more if I could. I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm like uh, Barry White in this place. Uh, got that deep voice. I want to give honor to God, and I thank you all so much for having me. I have been a, I've been a total mess since he asked me. I love your leaders like a fat kid love cake. I, I love them. I love them. There have been some challenges. There's been some fights. There's been some situations in my life that I didn't know how to make it alone. And yes, I did call on Jesus, and he did answer. Amen. But I also had friends that I could call on. And I wouldn't have to hear it no more. And they prayed for me and they labored with me and they encouraged me. What he said about what we did for him, he's done that and more. Him and elect lady Ardina, come on, give God a hand clap for her. Elect lady and only lady. Elect lady and only lady. I said, we don't number women. You know, they say first lady. I said, no, you ain't going to call me the first lady because that's not like it might be a second and a third. I ain't playing with you like that. Kill a brick, whoop a stick about my man. So I know. I know Ardina ain't no joke. Uh, she's been a woman of great standard, great excellence. They, they live the life they speak about. There is no double standard where they pretending on one side and not pretending on the other side. What you see is truly what you get in the booth, in the back, in the corner, and in the dark. So you thank the Lord for great leadership. Amen. We bless God for them. We bless God for them. Man, Mr. Doran done brought food to my house. He done, man, this dude. And then, and then he scare you. Then he want to bully you and tell you better not tell nobody. So I got the mic, and I'm telling it, and I thank God for him. I do, and I thank God for elect lady Ardina. I just love you. Thank God for the leadership. Thank God for this house. Thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. I bring you greetings from Great Lakes Kingdom Ministry, where uh, uh, the senior uh, leader is uh, Rodney L. Savage. That's my husband. I love him. Amen. In October, we'll be together 30 years. We've been married 30 years. We've been together 34. And uh, I was two when we got married because y'all know what's up. I could, not, I could not do life without him. And I thank God for him allowing me to come and be with you all today. As, as the man of God said, we buried my, first, my second cousin, Tracy, uh, this week. And it, it has been a devastating experience. But you know what? What I found in this adjustment, I'll call it that, what I found in this adjustment that God is bigger. God is bigger and he's greater. And even in the midst of our loss, it's caused us to join closer together and trust the process that God doesn't make mistakes. It doesn't always work out like we think it is, but he does not make mistakes. Amen. 
So I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. I was going to do my Baptist officers, members, and friends. You all, everybody, uh, I love y'all. Amen. It's Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. 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 It's 50 days past uh, Resurrection Sunday. And this is when the Holy Spirit dropped. 50, Pentecost simply meaning 50. It's when the Holy Spirit dropped. And so we have... We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And how many know that the Holy Spirit doesn't come to make you shout with your feet? It comes to bring clarity, direction, insight. You don't have to deal with it alone because we have a great comforter that will meet all of our needs. Amen. Kai, I see you. Watch, fight, and pray. Amen. That's my girl right there. Okay, let me say a quick prayer. Lord, I thank you. And I thank you for these people that are present. I thank you for life, health, and strength. I thank you for the gifts in the body of Christ. I thank you for this house being anointed and set apart. I thank you, Lord, for giving vision to the man of God that he would bless not only the community, but he would bless your people. Now, God, I decrease so that you may increase. I am going to to speak what you tell me to speak, and I'm going to be quiet when I want to speak, and you didn't tell me to. So we thank you and we bless you forever, reign great king. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I understand you all have been in a series, and so today I'm going to talk about the good shepherd. How many know that he is a good shepherd? That Jesus is a good shepherd, not a part-time shepherd, not a shepherd that comes uh uh, free willy-nilly, he comes and he rescues and keeps his people how we need to be kept. Amen? Hallelujah. I think about what a good shepherd in the natural would do, and you all begin to talk in the 23rd number of Psalms about the Lord is my shepherd. I'm going to read that again, but I want you all to begin to reflect on how good is a good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because he is your shepherd, we don't have to want for anything. Amen. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. As we begin to talk about this shepherd, I want us to begin to quickly understand, because I'm not going to be before you long. I'm going to hit it and quit it. Amen. The reason that, that he maketh us to lie down in green pastures before Jesus came on the scene, the people were doing what was right in their own eyes, right? But we had, we lacked the knowledge that Christ was about to pour into us, that was, that he was about to give unto us. We missed all of that. So we began to do stuff that was just how we felt. How many been in that situation where you just start doing stuff? Without guidance, without direction, without insight, we just do stuff. We just showing up doing stuff. And I just got to be me. And I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real. But God hasn't given you the direction or the insight. When the Bible discussed still waters, we as sheep uh, didn't understand how to move in rapid water. So this scripture in the 23rd Numbers of Song, it, 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 it allows us to chill by the still waters. The still waters allows us to drink. It allows us to have peace. It allows us to stay still. It allows us to do what it is and hear his voice because a lot of chaotic stuff can go on, but God is a God of stillness. He's a God of peace. Amen? 
He leadeth me beside the still water. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Our God leads. A good shepherd leads. He leads. He gives us direction. He tells us where to go. If you're in true relationship with him and you be still and stop trying to allow him, I mean, let him lead you instead of you trying to lead him. How many have been in prayer and you see, oh, God, I don't know what to do. And I'm telling him over and all of this crazy stuff that I want him to know from the bottom of my heart. And then I don't let him speak to me. We got to be still just like he's still when he hears us. He listens and then he activates us in the things that we need to be activated in. Amen. Uh, Verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. I had a man of God in my life that, that had a message that said, and it came to pass and not to stay. I believe that God's word is so real and so true and so genuine. It's a, it's a strength that you get when you spend time with him. It's an understanding that you get when you spend time with him. It's a comfort that you get. When you spend time with him, I'm telling you, there's never been a relationship like the relationship I have with my Lord and Savior. When I was young, I remember watching my mama pray uh, uh, and we could not come in or bother her. And I say we, it was just me at the time until that boy came along. Me and mama walking around Muskegon pregnant together, man of God. We walking around, walking around, uh, pregnant together. But God, when I would see her pray, and I would see her get direction, and I would see her get insight, and then she would come up and she would begin to reorchestrate. It could be a situation going on at work or at home or in the family. She always went to God in prayer. She continues to go. She prayed for me before I got here this morning. I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. She said, well, let me pray for you real quick. And, you know, you can't get off the phone when she get into that vein. She'll get to going, going, going. I say, Mom, I'm going to be late. They're going to change their mind about having me speak. Now, don't do that. We fear no evil, for he is with, with us. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. His direction comforts. His insight comforts. His insight allows us to do what it is we're called to do. How many of you have have asked God, God, what is it that I'm supposed to do today? What direction should I be going in today? Now, to some people, that may sound funny, that may sound hilarious, but that's the type of God he is. We can ask questions. He made us this way. We never have to feel bad about the questions or the inquiries we have for God in prayer. Amen? He prepares, this verse 5, thou prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. But I'm going to backtrack. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Oh, I, oh listen, let me talk about that for a minute. Can I, can I get a quick minute because I ain't going to be here long. I ain't going to be here long. That when you are at an indifference with a human being, when you are at a, a stand back or a stand off with someone else, God says, calm down. I got this. Trust me and acknowledge me and he will make crooked places straight. He'll make difficult situations easy. 
It's a lot going on in the world right now. But if we trust God to walk this thing out, God will lead us and he will guide us into all truth. Amen. To sit down and eat with your enemy and chill. To sit down and chill when your enemy you know has come after your throat. You know what they said. You know how they judged. You know how they dealt with you. And you can still say, would you like more corn, please? Would you like more greens? And, and, and I don't cook, y'all, so I'm making this up as I go. Do you want some more uh, whatever it is that you want? Because God gives a peace that surpasses all understanding. God gives you a direction and you can go in it. He gives you strategies that man cannot give you because true relationship and all authentic relationships in him, that's the reason we can call him a good shepherd because a good shepherd knows his flock. A good shepherd knows his people. My sheep, the word says, knows my voice and a stranger it will not follow. I've gone with a stranger before. Listen, and it's been some bad outcomes. We have to trust God. When I was in the world, I was traveling. I used to dance and, yep, well, God is good. He saved me. (laughs) Yeah, I just stopped that, didn't I? Okay, well, listen. His strength covers those faults. His mercy, because he loved me so much. He doesn't keep record of wrong. He doesn't check off, yep, she didn't do that. She didn't do that. Because his strength is made perfect in my weakness. See, his perfect strength outshines my hustle. His perfect strength outside outshines my telling somebody off and giving them a piece of my mind and getting them together. Because y'all listen, I need all my mind at this tender age of 21. I need my mind. I can't be playing with God and and, and acting like uh, I got it all together because I don't. Cheers. I don't have it all together. I don't know everything. I can't do everything. But the God I serve can do a, a, a multiple. He's multiplicitous. He can go everywhere. He can go in those secret places. When the world has counted you out, we can count God in. Amen. Amen. He got next. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so excited. Prepare the table. Anointing my hair with oil, cup runneth over. See, because he's a good shepherd, he allows us to have plenty. He doesn't give fragmented things. He made sure that not only do we have enough, we have more than enough. Hallelujah. Surely, because we follow a good shepherd, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord. Let's go to John 10, 11 and 14. Our good shepherd is relational. The Bible declares, and I'm going to the Message Bible, and and those of you who have heard me speak before, you understand I really like the Message Bible. I really think that uh, uh, Pookie and Day-Day wrote this. I am the good shepherd, verse 11 says in the Message Bible. The good shepherd puts the sheep before himself. We serve a God that puts us before him. Of course, all I have needed, his hand has provided. So he puts it before me. He puts me before him because he's a God of more than enough. Amen. The good shepherd puts the sheep before himself, sacrifices himself 
if necessary. How many know him dying on the cross was the greatest sacrifice that could ever happen in life? Him dying for the remission of my sin uh, uh, is such a great gift, such a great grace that I could just scream and cry. God is so good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. The next, the, uh, verse 12 say, a hired man is not a real shepherd. Have you ever seen somebody pretend like they got your back? And when it's time to knuckle up, knuck if you will. When it's time to knuckle up, then you look and you find that you're by yourself. God has taught me how to fight in the spirit. Now, I don't have to put up my fist anymore, but I can go to him and ask him for direction and guidance. And he leads me. Amen. He, he will sacrifice by paying the price to die on the cross for me. He died on the cross for you. He is not, he is not a God that is just separated from his people. He knows what we need even before we ask. Amen. A hired man is not a real shepherd. The sheep mean nothing to him. See, some strategies, people trying to get, step into you, talk to you because they think they're going to get something from you. So they come up, oh, man, great man of God, great woman of God. This is just so, they had that deep sounding voice and yes, this, that, and the third. And then you realize that, listen, they don't have what they said they had. They're trying to get what you got so they can have what you have. But God is not a God like that. He is not a God that will lie, nor the son of man that will repent. He will do exactly what he said. Amen. He puts the sheep before himself. He sees a wolf come in and he and runs for it, leaving the sheep to be ravished and scattered by the wolf. See, the enemy will allow you to be eaten up and say, man, he, show, he she sure was a good person. Show was. They were so nice. They were such sweethearts. They were just good people. But our God is not like that. When he see the sneak attack come, he'll lift up a standard. When he see people trying to trick you, he'll lift, lift up a standard. When he see people trying to put you down, he'll lift up a standard. When you are depressed and going through challenges, he'll lift up a standard. Yeah, that's a perfect God. I'm telling you, he's a perfect God. He's a perfect God that knows no wrong. He's a perfect God that walked the earth and knew no sin. Oh, it's powerful. And he's not looking for perfection out of you. He's looking for commitment out of you. He's looking for you to say, I trust you in the midst of this. I don't know everything, but I'm believing God. Amen. I don't know all the answers to every question, but I'm going to trust you, God, to help me out. Amen. Amen. The next verse says, the sheep mean nothing to me. It seems wolf came and turns for it, leaving the sheep to be enraged and scattered by the wolf. Verse 13 in the message Bible said, he's only in for the money. He's only in for the gain. Have you been with people that are only in it to get something from it? They're only, they're not helping you build. They're, they're busy trying to find cracks in the, in the system, cracks in the process. They're trying to pull you away from your assignment. Cause baby, if you knew who you were in him, it would scare the people around you. 
You all were bought with a price, each and every one of you. God has brought you. He's bought you for a price, and he's brought you into the kingdom to do a great work. Everybody may not hold a mic, but everybody got a word from the Lord. Everybody can encourage. Everybody can uplift. And every everybody can build each other up. I pray to God that you understand that what God has given you is essential in the body of Christ. It's essential. It's necessary, you all. You have to begin to build strong covenant relationships with your maker. And he's not looking for you with eloquent words or eloquent speech. He's looking for you to say, God, help me. God, I need you to guide me through this hard place. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen, this feels good to me. The sheep don't matter to him. I am the good shepherd, verse 14 says. I know my own sheep and my own sheep know me. I, because I'm in covenant with the Durans, when they call, even if I don't have their number programmed in, I know it's their voice. I know who they are. I don't have to say, now what's your name? And spell it for me before I start speaking. I know them by voice. When my husband, if he would call right now, I would know who he is without looking at my phone because I know his voice. A relationship with Christ Jesus is the same. You know his voice. When he calls you, you can answer. When you call him, he's going to answer because he's relational. He knows when we call. He knows the number of our number of hairs on our head, even the weave ones. My bang a little weave. He knows the number of hairs on our head. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited because he's greater than all of this stuff that folks try to put on us. Jesus Christ came to reorganize what we thought was good. Sometimes we need people to be able to talk and share so that we can understand what God is saying. Everybody needs those people in their lives that they listen to and they follow. You need people to talk to you. You need people to tell you when you're off. You need people to encourage you when you fail. You need that. The good shepherd wants us to. And listen, he takes care of all the rest. If he can lead us beside still waters, calm the waters before we get there so that we can get what we need, the nutrients, the understanding, the wisdom, the guidance, the favor. He knows what you need before you even ask. Don't be afraid to ask God. God has some stuff on his mind concerning you. The good shepherd is a protector. He protects us. He, he, he will take us away from the chaotic estates or the chaotic issues in the world. I think about uh, the great people in this community that started businesses, that began to, to do things out of the box, that didn't have to copy off of other people. They just said, God, what is it that you have for me? And he said, yep, I got you. I got you. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a vision. And then listen, if the vision is easy to obtain, there's more to be added. So begin to ask God, God, what is it as a good shepherd? I know that you'll lead and guide me into all truth. What is it that I'm supposed to do? 
How am I supposed to go? What direction do I have to, to allow me to be a part of what it is you're doing in the earth? The Bible declares that day after day he pours forth speech and night after night knowledge. I begin to ask God, God, what is it? What season am I in in my life? What is it that you would have for me to do? I remember saying, that's my car. Y'all remember sitting on the steps uh, growing up? That's my car. That's my car. Or that's my house. That's my house. You remember saying those things? God wants us to dream again. God wants us to believe him for great things. God wants us to walk in confidence and know that the work that he has for our hands, he's already provided. Because great is his faithfulness. God is faithful to his people. He's not slack concerning his promises. He's real and he's genuine. He's real and he's genuine. That's the good shepherd that I need in my life. That's a good shepherd that I want to know to be a part of my life. Because God does not, he did not change his mind about your purpose and your destiny. God did not change his mind about what he'd have for you to do in the earth. You need to find you somebody to pray with and pray for. And God will expand and build. He will grow and mature us in the things of God. How many believe that today? I believe that with all of my heart. I believe in you. I believe Kingdom Embassy is here for a reason. The outreach that you all are doing, the lives that you are touching, people are being transformed. I hear your names ringing in the streets and it's good. I hear your names ringing in the street and it's God. I hear your names ringing in the street because you're doing the work of the ministry. You're not sitting over here high-minded. You're laboring in the kingdom. And those people that were lost are saying, yes, God planted that in my life. God, You are a gift. You are a gift to the good shepherd. You are essential to the good shepherd. You are necessary for the good shepherd. I got 37 pages, but I ain't going to talk about them all today. Amen. I love you all. I really cannot, can I pray? All right. Dr. Stephanie, I love you. Yeah, that's my boo. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet real quick. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for being a good shepherd. Come on, give him, give him glory. Come on out from the fruit of your lips. Lord, I thank you for being a good shepherd. Lord, I thank you for being our direction giver. I thank you, oh God, for being, for allowing us to combine our thoughts and our hearts as one. Lord, I thank you for the gift that you've given the body of Christ uh, in the durance. I thank you, Lord God, for kingdom embassy, changing lives, being obedient to the call. I pray those that don't know you for the pardon of their sins, God, that they would know you today, that, that, that we invite you into every heart. We lift up our hands and we believe you, oh God, to do great and mighty works in the earth. I thank you for this people, oh God. I thank you for this, this hand and this arm and this neck all a part of the body of Christ. I thank you for their gifts. I thank you for their talents. I thank you, oh God, for their wisdom. Now I ask, oh God, that everything that's been poured out 
from this house, oh God, refill it. I thank you, God, for grants being answered. I thank you, God, for monies being given. I thank you for increasing favor. I thank you for boldness. I thank you for those that are hungry for you. I pray, oh God, for those that are afraid to pray, God, that you'd give them a burden to seek your face and not your hand. I counsel the assignment of the enemy that would come to bring premature death. I break it now in the mighty name of Jesus and I pray, oh God, that you build us up, that you make us strong, that you're Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals, that you're the God of peace, that you're the God of breakthrough, that you're the God of increase, God. More of your glory, more of your spirit, more of your power in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, for those that are fearful. God, I ask you to place your boldness on the inside of them so that they can sit up under the strong word of the Lord. I pray, oh God, that the 23rd Psalms would ring in our ears like never before, that we're increased on every hand, that we're bold on every hand, that you'll make us the head and not the tail. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Come on and bless God in the sanctuary. Come on and bless the king of glory. Come on and bless him. Do you love him? Do you love him? Come on, don't play with me now. Don't be cute. Don't be cute with him. Because I know at the concerts we were loud. But I want to be louder for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. Say, the Lord is my shepherd. Pastor Savage, thank you so very much for allowing God to use you in a mighty way. God is good. In all the time, amen. I thank you all so much for giving your life to Christ, for allowing Jesus to be the good shepherd in your life. He says something. He said, yo, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't have to fear no evil. You don't have to fear anything because you got a good shepherd. A good shepherd. He got you. You have to know that. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your finances. Trust him with your family. Trust him on your job. You have to really trust him. Don't let the enemy come in and trick you into turning away from God. We can't do this without God. What a blessing when you have somebody who got your back. And then like being in the kingdom. Where the king is in charge. The king is in charge. So why am I going to trust anything else? Why am I going to put confidence in the flesh when I can trust the king? Because I am what I am because of him. Praise you. Everybody stand to your feet. The altar will be open for those who would like special prayer. Uh, so the, the prayer team will be up.
people will be here to pray for you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your life, today is the day that you make it your birthday. You said, this is the day that I'm giving my life to you. It's the day that I'm birthed as a new believer in Christ. I'm giving him my life for real, not for fake. He's really going to be the Lord of my life. So the altar is going to be open for you here. As we prepare to give, remember your resources is God's resources. He blessed you with so many resources. All he asks you is to do your part. Listen, don't cheat God. If you cheat God, you're really cheating yourself. Right? Don't tip God because God is not your waitress or your waiter. Right? And I think some people tip him and think they're doing him a favor. You know your commitment to him. And more than anything else, you know his commitment to you. Because the only reason you have what you have is because of him. The only reason you have. So you can't make $100,000 and get God $100,000 and think you did good. You're only fooling yourself. We can't do the work we do without you. We can't do it without you. We need your help. You know, I laughed last week. Camilla sent me a text. She sent me a text, and it was I, I looked at it, Brad, and I almost laughed. I thought it was a joke, because she always liked to play jokes on me. The offer was so low, I said, they playing. <laughs> you know, I, 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 thought she, I knew she was going to send me another text, but I never got it. <laughs> but, you know, I never worry, right? I never worry, because whatever you give is exactly what God wants us to have. Won't he do it? But don't you let the devil trick you in holding on to what belongs to God. Lord, as we leave this place, never, ever your presence. We thank you so much for blessing us today. You spoke to us today through your leader. You blessed to come over here and share with us. Thank you, Lord, for a young lady who gave her life to you, and she promised you, that she would give it back to the people, and she's done that. Thank you for using her today to touch the hearts of people, to let them know that you are the good shepherd that they need to hitch on to and follow. We ask you to bless her and bless her family. Bless her ministry. Don't let them lack because she's not there. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. And as we leave this place, never your presence. Guide our hearts and mind. Give us safe travel. Let us have a great, wonderful, awesome day today. And we thank you and we praise you and magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You can give online on your way out and offer. You know how we do it. Just do it the way God told you to do it. God bless you all. Have an awesome, magnificent, wonderful day. God bless you. Yep, they do it. They cash out. Yep, cash out. The Kingdom Embassy. Yep. Kingdom Embassy. Yep, Kingdom Embassy coming to church.